Welcome to Podcast Marketing Secrets, the place for entrepreneurs, coaches, and CEOs who are looking to grow their business with a podcast, become a key person of influence in their industry, and get their ideal clients to come to them, also known as attraction marketing. I'm your host, Al Morenton. My guest today is Henry Wong. Henry is the president and brand strategist of View, a branding and content company he founded that focuses on impact companies. The consultancy uh, guides small upstarts and SMEs to 500 level companies. Henry, Henry's roots span over 25 years in the advertising and branding industry, including being executive VP, creative director for the global ad agency, Sachi and Sachi. His industry recognition includes awards from Creativity, Clio, and Marketing, among others. He is the author of the recent published book, Telling Your Story, Building Your Brand, a book on personal branding for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and people looking to advance their careers. Welcome to the show, Henry. <laughs> Thank you, Al. That's a really wonderful introduction. Um, I've been looking forward all weekend to uh, connecting with you and chatting. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been uh, looking forward to it as well, finding more about you and also with the, your uh, company, View. Um, can you give us a little bit about your background and like how you got to you know the present day? Yeah, absolutely. So you, you mentioned my uh, current company, View. So I, I've uh, managed uh, and owned a number of different firms over the years, bought and sold uh, agencies and companies, uh, connected with uh, multiple entrepreneurs, helping them grow over the years. Uh, in 2016, um, uh, back then, uh, my former partner unfortunately passed away. Uh, but it, uh, you know, got me to think about life and do a little bit of a, a reset. So I decided to relaunch um, this company, this consultancy, and to only focus on companies that want to do good in the world. So every client, everyone I bring on, every team member I work with is really focused on this idea of doing good in the world. That's awesome. That, that's, that's beautiful. So um, that, that's like uh, niching down like that is, is super awesome. And, uh, you know, being able to bring out people that are that are actually doing good. Um, how did you come to make that decision again? You know, it was really uh, more of a, a re-examination of, of life and where I was going. It's it's very easy to take on clients or and uh, people who really want to, uh, you know, fatten the bottom line. And everybody does. There's no denying that. But there's something quite unique about wanting to um, have an impact on the world, do good. And uh, that's where, really where I'm focused on it. And maybe it has a little bit to do with my uh, uh, advancing age. Uh, so in spite of my boyish looks, I've been in the business for well over uh, 25, 30 years. And uh, at this point, I'm really looking to, you know, do the best I can with uh, uh, the things that uh, are out there that people want to do, that want to come along to just simply make things a little bit better than we left it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's awesome. So, so uh, like you're like niching down for good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's funny you should say that because I thought it would be a niche and it probably like not, um, you know, attract, it would only attract a, a small group of clients. And I thought this was a sort of a great retirement agency or a company that I can just take on smaller accounts. And uh, but we've been 
busy since day one, and uh, I, there's no shortage of uh, people. And it, it really helped me uh, validate a lot of my theories, which I've shared in my book, which is if, if you have a purpose behind what you're setting out to do, if you have a mission behind what you're looking to do, you, you'll attract like-minded people. Unfortunately, I've been able to do that with clients. People simply want to uh, be part of this in endeavor because it's quite sincere it's not something that is simply a, a set of words on, on the wall so it, it's in that way i think it's it's worked out really well and um I, I find i actually have to turn away more people than i take on which is not not a bad scenario to be in <laughs> yeah for sure for sure and um so uh speaking of your book the telling uh telling your story building your brand um is the uh well first off um let me backtrack a, a second here sure. but with um you mentioned like you know doing business with people that want to do good and make a difference in the world and and uh how you've gotten an abundance of uh people that are looking for that and it that's one of the things that i found with podcasts and and, and you know uh, interviewing business owners is that there's an is an incredible amount of people that want to do good, you know, in, in the world. And uh, I could see how there's no shortage of supply and how someone that has a focus like you can um, actually like keep the spark alive with an entrepreneurs to, to, to keep that focus. Cause sometimes you lose that focus of why you started your business and, 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 and you get into like a survival mode and, and sometimes you lose your way back to your main focus. No, you're 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 absolutely right, Al. I think many of us who have started businesses, you know, there is a, a spark and a passion that uh, we often have been driven by to uh, create a company, to make a difference, and or, or change things the the way they are. And uh, somewhere along the line, this happens to everybody. You're, you're in survival mode, to your point, and you're you're busy working the business rather than building the business or losing track of why you started it in the first place. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So tell us about your book and um, like like what 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 it's about and what 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 sparked you to write it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it uh, really was sparked by uh, COVID. So uh, in my city, we were locked down during uh, the pandemic and I had a little bit more free time. So every Saturday morning, I would uh, get up and spend a few hours uh, putting uh, notes together because I had a methodology that I really want to share with people. I was getting approached by uh, business people who often didn't have a, a large budget to begin with. And I realized that, I, I, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, I, I'm at the state where I, I can set a, a type of fee that um, is fitting a, a, of the perhaps the knowledge that, that I have. But many of them couldn't really afford the consultancy fees that I would provide on, on a personal basis. Uh, many could, some uh, weren't. So I want to create something that would be a little bit of a do-it-yourself guide. And that, and that really formed the book itself. So in, in it, it really maps out my methodology for how to realize your brand. And I apply a lot of the learning uh, that I've developed over the years for uh, products and services, and now I tied it to people brands, because you know? it really is one and the same. You market it the same, you think of it the same. If you apply the same discipline and the steps towards it, you'll be able to realize your brand and have something that is really quite unique in the market, or at least within your, your space. And a lot of that, again, comes back to what we talked in the beginning, which is outlining what your purpose is so that you could track like-minded people. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So, and uh, so is, is uh, like defining your story and, and the way you tell your story is, is that part of it? Very much so. And again, it goes back to my roots in advertising. So I used to spend a lot of time, uh, you know, I came from the creative side of it, uh, in which we, you know, get paid actually to come up with ideas. And what we began uh, doing was uh, breaking down really the format of a lot of uh, uh, the way commercials are structured. And it's not any different than uh, most stories that are told. You set forward a problem, there's a solution that's provided by the brand, and then there's a conclusion or a call to action. So that very simple structure can be easily followed by most people. When we often are asked, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself or tell me about uh, your company or your brand, uh, often people get into this long, unfortunate diatribe of, uh, you know, how it started and the origins and that, which may or may not be relevant to the person listening to it. So often, uh, and you know this yourself, you know, because you, you, you know, I've had a pleasure of listening to a, a few of your podcasts and, and you understand really quite well, Al, that uh, it isn't about selling a product or service. It's really about selling a solution to a problem. So if you can understand that and you can present it in a story form, then people will react to it. They'll connect with you on, on that level. Yeah, for sure. That, that, that's, um, and it, it it sort of seems counterintuitive, you know, so, sometimes when, when you mm -hmm. tell people that. But I've experienced it firsthand, where you know I, I, I've been Mr. Professional, you know, and uh, you, you know been like a guest on shows or whatever, and you know it's it's all business, 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 and and it's you know tell me about this and that, and then I I was having you know that and then i went on this one live stream where the guy was just super popular and he had, he had a ton of people it was all foreign to me but he had me um tell my story mm -hmm. and and he just like there, there was no like questions or anything he's all you have an amazing story just tell your story and like you know and he's all here you could have the screen whatever i didn't, I didn't have any presentation but i connected with so many people on that and they, they actually became customers and all this stuff, you know, for, for the, it was for the uh, product side, the wellness side, and it, it's amazing. So there is so much truth into, into, into what you just said. Well, yeah. I think exactly. I mean, uh, you know, uh, before we started and we ch uh, began chatting on air, you uh, told me a little bit of your background and the products that you have in the uh, background and how you, you know, you went, you lost vision uh, through glaucoma and you found a solution through CBD oil. And I, I that that's a, an amazing story and it's a firsthand, but it really validates what you're doing. But uh, what, uh, you know, and at another time, we'd probably get into greater detail, but it, it, you've mapped out a like the essence of a great story that leads to the solution. And, and that for a lot of people doesn't necessarily come intuitively, but I think with that, and, and most people have that reason for why they started the company or why they're doing what they're doing that can provide a solution to people. And if you can center on that, then, then you really have the beginnings of a, of a story. And that, that really is part of the book, you know, that that's the execution of it, but there's number of steps that we go through before that and it's almost like a bit of an exercise book where, where chapter by chapter i can walk people through uh each of those that's awesome yeah because it's uh, um there's obviously more steps than just the actual you know thing itself and, and and developing it in a way that you can communicate it properly that 
um, that, that, that's what your book helps with? Uh, exactly, exactly. A little bit of, I guess, um, uh, a self-help for uh, business people, but it, it's yeah. an easy read and uh, I've gotten some, uh, uh, you know, uh, wonderful initial feedback from people. Uh, it's, um, you know, available through um, most of the bookstores and uh, on Amazon, of course, but uh, so it, it's it's easy enough to get through. But I, I think the, the, the essence of it is really coming to understand what you're, you're all about yourself. And so the beginning part of it, it really talks about uh, how, how to understand who you are. If you were a product or a service, we would do some consumer research, we'd get into uh, consumer insights and understand all of that. You know, most people don't readily have that, but there's some exercises and there's sort of, uh, you know, uh, quizzes that you could turn to to find out a little bit more. You validate it a little bit by getting people to, you know, uh, perhaps input on uh, on you, you know, that sort of feedback. Once you have a, a basic understanding of where you might fit in amongst your uh, competition or other people that you're competing with in the marketplace, then it allows you to begin to find that right position, you know, how you might differ from everybody. Once you establish that, then the messages really flow out of that. Quite often people jump immediately to the message of really uh, out understanding the context of who they're talking about. And, and that's that's really where the discipline part of it comes to, you know, the step-by-step -step approach that hopefully, uh, you know, uh, it will get people thinking in, in the right way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, and and uh, I could see that. Like, if you just you know just go just trying to go for the message right away, but you need to, like you said, you know, find your differentiating factor, what makes you different or better than than, than the rest, and, and, and you know, makes you like so you could put it be put into like a category of one, basically. Is that the thing? It, it could be. Uh, there's uh, in one section, I actually outline a, a very simple exercise because quite often, you know, if we're asked to talk about ourselves or, you know, tell me about your strengths, as we often heard in interviews or, or things like that, we would kind of, uh, you know, uh, move off a little bit of target or, or we might uh, only see one side of ourselves. You know, there's very few mm -hmm. of us that really have that uh, objective view of ourselves that would al allow us to look us at ourselves in a you know in a truly truthful way, but you get inputs from people, and you get you look at yourself. You get inputs from uh, perhaps some personality tests that are readily available. But it's a very simple exercise. I you you write all these traits that you have on a series of post-it notes, and then you begin papering it on the wall. At the top of the you know you create a pyramid, and at the top of the pyramid, you try to figure out what is the one thing that sets you apart from everybody else. So you may have a whole host of traits, but, and this is where the fun part begins because you begin moving these elements around the board or the page and you begin to see what you're made of. And hopefully you get to a point where you go, okay, this is really what sets me apart from everybody else. You know? And, and that, that's really part of the exercise in, in understanding yourself so that you can be able to communicate, understand yourself first and then communicate it outwards. That's awesome. And, and uh... Uh, so, and then with your company view, um, like you help people, uh, you know, get through this, that process. We do a little bit more on a larger scale for uh, products and brands. So we manage mm -hmm. uh, fintech companies, uh, you know, uh, industrial tech, uh, you know, uh, CVG, which is uh, consumer packaged goods, uh, as well, everything from uh, ramen through to, uh, you know, bottled confectionaries and, and the like. And these are often, you know, they vary from companies that are at sort of mid-growth startup or even 
full blown on the uh, uh, NASDAQ as well. So it's just, again, finding the size doesn't matter. It's really, do you, do you really have a purpose for and a reason for why you're trying to do what you're doing and hopefully in a positive way? That's awesome. That's awesome. And I, I could see how like it could help all those different stages, you know, um, like, uh, and it's, and it's really cool, you know, that you, uh, created the book, you know, so for, for people that either aren't particularly ready or, you know, they're unsure or whatever, or, they, or they, like you said, they just don't have the finances right, right now, Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and they could bolster up a little bit and then go to you after, after, after they've gone through your book, you know, and got a little bit of success. Yeah, I think a do-it-yourself guide is not a bad thing. You know, there, many of us have been in this situation where, you know, it, it'd be if you had loads of money, you could uh, just simply pay someone to renovate your house. So the opposite is that you do it yourself and you learn the skills and you do a, a, a good job with it. Hopefully I can give people some of those traits and skills that they can uh, manifest their brand and really understand it so that they can compete better in the marketplace. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and like I said, there's, you know, there's a certain little segment that, you know, can use that and, and you know, try to get more successful. And, and but there's also like that segment that um, I have called like MMTT, more money than time, you know, mm -hmm. so they they um, will definitely hire out, you know, and your book becomes almost like a business card, you know, or a calling card to, to show what you can do and say, hey, we want more it of does. that. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and I I think that's uh, you know you've touched on it earlier. It's a wonderful marketing tool for uh, people in general. When you share knowledge, or you you know we the trend often these days is you know uh, we're told be a thought leader, go out and tell people things and, mm -hmm. and share your knowledge. But uh, and I think that's the key: sharing the knowledge as opposed to simply talking. Being a thought leader means that you're sharing a, a, of something that is hopefully worthwhile to people. It's a little bit like the uh, Martha Stewart effect. I, I sometimes uh, think about because you know she, you know, hugely successful entrepreneur, of course. But in the beginning, she was essentially sharing her knowledge. She was a thought leader. She told you how to make a souffle. She told you how to set a table. You want to consume it, so you began buying her magazines, her books. You want to engage with her. You bought her dishes. You bought her appliances. So all of that is the, the brand extension that simply comes from content you know, a way of content marketing you're sharing knowledge that people want to consume yeah for sure and you know that, that that's where the people with a with a purpose and in, in their business actually comes in and um you know because like she's a thought leader but she's a thought leader because she actually is an expert in her field right mm -hmm. and and um, i was having a discussion with somebody earlier today actually about this or like a lot of people on, especially on like social media or whatever, they're just like, I'm a thought leader. You know, like they just like made the decision or something when they're not actually mm -hmm. a thought leader. Like, like happiness can be a decision, you know, like I, I choose to be happy, but you can't just choose to be a thought leader. You have to go through the reps, you know, and, and, and time we call it, and, and lifting, we call it time under the bar, you know, just like, you know, just like doing rep after rep after rep to become an expert at that at that move or at, at, in, the, in that business. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right, Al. I, uh, I talk a, a bit about what's referred to as the reasons to believe, and uh, it was often uh, formulated um, with uh, many of the um, 
uh, campaigns I worked with in advertising. So if you make a claim, you have to be able to back it up. What's the support for it? What, what makes you or the consumer believe that you are the expert or the better product in this way. And this is a, this often comes from you know the more factual side, of, uh, of course. And as a thought leader, you do need to be able to provide and understand and uh, be able to integrate that in, in any sort of uh, uh, thoughts that you pr uh, present to people. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so with so with your business, with the, uh, the consulting business, um, you, you help people to, um, you know, develop that story, you know, bring, bring it out and um, even like, you know, you know, niche down, you know, and, you know, find that, you know, specific crowd, you know, that, that your story resonates with. Um, do, you, do you help them like decide on marketing channels and, and, and how to market as well? Yeah, absolutely. So it's what I've referred to as the distribution side of it. So you may create a core message and you uh, determine what you stand for. But now how do you share it with people? Mm -hmm. and, and really understanding that makes a, a big difference is quite often um, clients will come to me and say, hey, you know, everybody's on TikTok these days. Shouldn't I be on TikTok? And, and the answer is quite simple. Well, if your audience is there and you can get to them efficiently with the right budget, then by all means. But just simply jumping on a media form and uh, getting the word out, there's no guarantee people will know uh, who who you are or what you're actually offering. So understanding that I think is fundamental to the marketing side of it because uh, these days there, you know, when, when I first started in the business, it was very easy to uh, create an ad campaign. We'd do a TV ad and maybe a magazine ad and a, a billboard, and the rest of the time we'd maybe go to the bars and celebrate our our you know uh, our win and creativity. These days, you know, the thousands of messages that we used to be bombarded with before are now exponentially even more so mm -hmm. in terms of what we're being hit with. So how do you stand out amongst this? And, and this is really why it's particularly important. A few times you use the word niche, and this is uh, particularly uh, important to be able to focus on that. Who is it you're actually appealing to? You know, who is the audience here and how can I best reach them? Because you may find with that, particularly in, in some instances like Google Ads, for example, you can target people geographically. You can target them based on a demographic or, or even better, a mindset. And that doesn't uh, allow you to waste as, as much money uh, as before. So truly understanding who is the audience, who is the customer for your product makes a world of difference to be able to uh, pinpoint that type of marketing to them because in the end it may not be what everybody else is using and that's perfectly fine and even better because you're not competing in the same space yeah for sure awesome that's great information and then as far as um like building that uh brand authority you know um and that thought leadership and even that no like and trust factor um that is so necessary what, how, how do you feel podcast because you're a guesting on a podcast i'm hosting mm -hmm. a podcast how, how do you feel that, that a, a podcast can fit into that you know i think the world is uh, certainly changed and maybe it was a, it's a result of how we're consuming things you know they say radio has died uh tv has died but it's really just manifests itself in a different form so it could be an audio or video podcast and, and it really um 
puts more emphasis on the person to be a little bit uh, of a personality uh, of sorts. So everything that you do, if you're doing a podcast, particularly a video podcast, is is an element. So people watching, uh, listening to this will likely be judging me in some way. You know, how, how do I look on camera? How do I articulate myself? All of that is practices that you put into place. It used to be you could simply have the written word communicate everything it was about your brand or a clever picture. But now if you're using particularly podcasts as a way of marketing, so much of this is, is important. How am I connecting with people? Am I you know, coming across in a likable way? Am I expressing my thoughts in the best possible way uh, that I can? All of that is, is really important. And I think that practice for people, if they're using it as a tool to be able to understand themselves and be able to make use of it is particularly important. You know, and, and there's no shortage of people doing the same sort of thing. So uh, practice. I, I know one person who essentially turns on her camera in the morning, five minutes, and she simply talks into her phone just for practice so that in the event that she does have to perform or be on camera or be in a podcast or be interviewed, she's very well set for it. So practice makes perfect. And, and that's really what it comes down to. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, and, and yeah, so, so yeah, tell, so, so that, that, is such a huge thing, and pe people don't really pay attention to it enough. I, I think in, in in their business, and it's it's really great that you are you know bringing that to the forefront because so, so many times you know you start a business, you're like marketing, sales, you know, sales team, and you know should I do cold outreach? Should I do you know Facebook ads or you know Google ads or whatever? And and they don't take the time to 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 really define that that story brand niche etc yeah yeah know know thy audience is particularly important but you know for a lot of business leaders this this wasn't a skill that was necessary before you know to be actually mm -hmm. camera friendly and and what i've found over the last few years i i've been doing a lot of media training for clients to be able to help them you know it used to be so that they could be on interviewed by the news outlets of tv radio and uh, th things to keep in mind now with the you know prevalence of uh, podcasts and a video camera as soon as you go online. It's very much about how you can connect with people, even though we're not in the same room, even though we're, you know, thousands of miles apart, you know, how do you create that connection with a potential customer just by camera? And, and that's, that's really where the brand comes in and, you know, being able to manifest it in the best possible way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then, you know, actually being an expert and a thought leader too, because um, people could find out right away whether you are or not, you know, on on something like a podcast for sure. Yeah, very much so. Very much. Yeah, and um, the you know, because I've been in business forever as well, and it's um, it, it's just amazing how things have changed so much to where like people do so much research today compared to how they used to. They used to just go into a and get a recommendation and that was it you know you know like, like you know yeah. and um but but now people actually do research and they do it right away too like especially with the the wellness business is where i noticed it the most is when, when smartphones started coming out and i and google became popular and I, I would i would say something and and people would literally fact check me you know during the thing, like, and it's I'd be doing a talk, and hey, I, I just checked, and yet what you said said is right, and I was like, what you you're you're actually checking what I'm saying as I'm talking, yeah. 
you know, and then you re refer a client or to some another business and they're pulling out their phone and Googling that business right away. So, um, yeah, I know you're absolutely right. We live in the world of uh, Google reviews. Uh, people jump on Amazon. We look what is online. Um, and, you know, for <laughs> it's funny, ironically, most people who work in the marketing space tend to have a very low level social media presence. And I think it's because so many of us do it for so many clients that we <laughs> just don't have the energy either that or we're like the uh, shoemaker's children. But, you know, either way, I, I do find that very, very true what you say. I, I meet people and typically, you know, within the next 24 hours, they're trying to connect with me on, on LinkedIn. And, uh, and then we begin a, a little bit of a exchange there. But it's, it's very much like that. There's so many ways in which we can break down these barriers to connect with people. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And um, so uh, is it important that to make sure that you tell your story um, on the various platforms that are available and, you know, and, and instead, of, instead of just focusing on one platform? You know, again, you, you go to where your audience is. So um, your audience being your customers. So they may be consuming multiple platforms uh, in itself. Uh, so, uh, you know, you take, for example, uh, a, um, 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 I have a client in the grow, uh, sort of the grow light space. So uh, within Facebook, there are 10 million people who do some form of gardening. There's built-in communities, there's built-in exchange, uh, lots of little user groups in, in itself. That's a perfect place for them to be because that's where everybody else is. Whereas if you go to, uh, let's say, uh, TikTok, there may be not much on the way of indoor plants or growing uh, as an example. So don't go there. It's as simple as that. And that's often what the marketing experts will, will help you with to sort of determine the, the right media to, to get to people. In and itself, uh, there, there's so much out there. There's so much money that is being uh, offered up or charged that it really, as a business owner, you know, particularly if you have a finite budget, it's, it's important to, you know, make these crucial decisions in the right way because you can't, uh, it's easy for someone to make the recommendation. It's not their money, uh, unless you, you know, sometimes have the people who have a little bit more of the attitude that they treat it as if it's, it's their own money. And uh, that's a rarity. But, you know, a, as a person managing the budget for your own business, you, you really it is out of your own pocket. So you have to be very considered in, in, in the approach of what might uh, work and what might not. Right. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And, then, and that's so true. You know, you got to take ownership of that. Um, do, do you help like, like with your company? Do you help businesses to make make that those decisions? We do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There, so. There's a um, uh, portion of it that's referred to as a media strategy where you uh, do the analysis of the customer to see how many people are out there in that sort of group. And and, and it's really quite not simple, but it does require work is, you know, where can you find the most of the types of people who would likely consume your product on which platform? That's sort of the step-by-step. -step. So going through those filters, it, inevitably you, you find that, oh, perhaps this is the, uh, the right medium for it because there's a lot of people visiting. And this is what the power of Google or Facebook ad these days, you know, based on your you know, uh, certain media consumption habits, you're more li than likely to be uh, the right audience for it. Uh, but again, it's that fine tune that uh, certainly helps. But uh, in, in itself, I, I think it's uh, also understanding, you know, how, how big is your market and how much of that portion of it do you, do you want to grab? And that of that portion, 
how do I best reach them? Yeah, that's awesome. And, and uh, so, so that, uh, that, that alone right there, you know, like could, you know, speed up the, you know, the growth and scale of your business, you know, or, or um, be responsible for it happening at all. Because as you said earlier, it's costly, you know, to, to make those decisions. So making the wrong decisions and making the wrong decision over and over, you know, can be very uh, detrimental to your business, you know, like, like, you know, going for this shiny object, like TikTok or whatever, like you said. Yeah. So again, it's, it's the right sort of targeting. You know, many people are attracted to the platforms because it's um, uh, free, right? I, I don't have to actually pay someone to produce the content. I could perhaps do it myself, but uh, you are one of many in amongst it. You know, and, uh, there's no shortage of people who have produced uh, some sort of post or video, and then it, you know, you get three views, five views, you know, maybe 30 views, you know, how do you find that right way to connect with people? And, and that's really where uh, understanding your audiences and, and being able to uh, target them. And this is the power of uh, the, a lot of the digital online advertising for a little bit of money, you can uh, sample test and, and see where you can connect with people. Awesome, awesome. And like for your particular business, um, like, uh, how do you market or what's your favorite way of marketing your business? Uh, you know, I think these days it's often uh, just simple networking. I, I've uh, got to the point where it's uh, usually referral after referral. So it's not a bad mm -hmm. place to be where you're endorsed by somebody. But I typically find that uh, when I, I do these podcasts, uh, it allows me to share a little bit of knowledge and, and people who are listening inevitably contact me because they're looking for a little bit maybe of a, a deeper um, uh, understanding of what I do and how I can maybe provide that to people. So uh, again, this is, uh, you know, thank you for having me on your show because it's, you know, a perfect uh, way to get uh, a lot of my knowledge out there as a way to uh, potentially connect with people. Yeah, definitely. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And things like this also give people a chance to do that research, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 and consume and can, and connect with, with you. That, that that's, that's so awesome. That, that's one of the reasons why I, I love podcasting because in, in the past, you know, I, I was, I loved public speaking, but like, you know, the past few years of, you know, um, change the world around. So, mm -hmm. so like you said, this is this is the new style. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and you get a chance to meet uh, probably some super interesting people across all, all walks yeah. of life. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, yeah, it's, it's super awesome for, for, for all of that. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And I, I really appreciate you sharing all the all these insights. It's like it's a it's it's so valuable what you're sharing, you know. And um, you know, if people just put it into play, you know, I, I, I definitely recommend people, uh, you know, getting your book and, and finding out more about that, and then you know, just making that decision, like, hey, you know, you know, can, can I move forward or whatever with something like that? So, um, is there any like uh, key takeaways or like a big idea that people should take from this inter interview? You know, I think maybe over and above it, uh, one of the things I, I talk about is that if you can really understand your brand and append it to a single word, then you can really understand what you're all about. And it goes back again to the big brands. You know, if you if I say Volvo to you, you would think safety. If I said Nike, you would think, you know, winning. If you think about Apple, it is innovation. So what do you stand for? What is that one word that you can be? And if you can 
get to that point you know, through uh, some of the exercises or simply just understanding yourself, then you have the basis for really what, what makes you unique in the marketplace. That's awesome. That, that's beautiful. <laughs> so thank you for coming on the show and sharing your insights with us. You know, yeah, uh, absolutely. The, what, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, so I, I have a, you know, LinkedIn, uh, Henry Wong, uh, you know, at VIEW, V-Y-O-O, or uh, on my own personal website, henrywong.co, uh, if they want to take a look at the book. But there's also a way to connect with me uh, via email as well. Right on. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll be sure to include your links in the show notes as well. Great. Hey, wonderful spending time with you, Al. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So that concludes this episode with our guest, Henry Wong. This is Al Marenton with Podcast Marketing Secrets. I hope you have a successful day.